Ladies and gentlemen, coming at you from the Motor Valley of Europe, Stuttgart, Germany, welcome to the Screens Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Seegers. Uh, behind the console is Tom. I am joined today um, by Dirk Beer, CEO of Screens. And hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Our guest today is Stefano Carminati. He's the VP of Strategy for Deep Design Systems. Uh, Stefano, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank you for uh, hosting me in, in this uh, podcast. I'm very honored to participate. We're glad to have you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So you have a history in the automotive industry in China. Um, I believe you worked for uh, Chang'an for 17 years in design. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and maybe a little bit about uh, that experience? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I I had this uh, long cooperation with Chang'an. Um, in reality, uh, I worked mostly, most of the time in Italy, because mm -hmm. in 2005, uh, they decided to open a, a studio there that was uh, is a kind of story. They try, they tried the several uh, experiment. And finally, they decided to open a studio that was officially open in 2006. But the operation started in 2005. Mm -hmm. um, in uh, so we're talking about a company that I didn't didn't hear about before. Mm. I was introduced to them by the former design director of uh, uh, IDEA Institute in Italy, that mm. was a very well known company that unfortunately has closed a few years ago. Mm. Um, and he told me about this project by this uh, uh, new Chinese company. Uh, he introduced the like uh, a great possibility for the future. They are growing very fast. Uh, mm. At that moment, it was absolutely unknown, the automo uh, automobile uh, industry in China, in Italy, mm -hmm. was totally a uh, mystery. Um, so I was introduced to them and uh, they, they say they, they were about to start this experiment for a, a time not, uh, not precise uh, length of time. Mm -hmm. Um, so but was, I, that I their, was that their first, uh, studio in, in Europe at all? Yes. Yeah. In reality, it was the first design studio of the company at all. Oh, okay. So they, <laughs> <laughs> so you have to imagine the company was very big, is very big. It was very big at that time. We are talking about the company that, um, is one of the major uh, industrial uh, company in China. So yeah. uh, I remember when uh, when I went several times later in the years uh, to visit the, the, the president in uh, in Beijing, mm. there was one building on one side of the road that was for the, the civil uh, industry and the correspondent on the military just uh, on the other side of the road. Mm. There were kind of okay. the, the same entity under uh, under the, the government. So it's a state-owned, 100% state-owned company. Yeah. So extremely big industry with an extremely old history because they started in uh, 
something, 1870, 1880, something like yeah. that. Um, but they were not new in, uh, in automobile industry, but they, they had cooperation, uh, a joint venture with Ford and other brands at that time. So they were, but in another, in another uh, company. Mm. So they were producing Ford um, together with Ford. So a joint venture. They were producing commercial vehicles for okay. about ten years, mm -hmm. but they didn't start yet producing their own passenger cars, mm -hmm. and they never developed passenger cars alone. So they, they did some project with the IDEA Institute, IDAG in Germany. Yeah. Uh, so they decided to start from scratch. I didn't know about that. When I went the first time in uh, 2006, my first trip in China in 2006, when I arrived, uh, yeah, there were a lot of people in the design studio, but <laughs> no, the model shop at that time was absolutely nothing was a kind of garage. Wow. What, what a challenge. In, in a big, in a, in a, yeah. in a absolutely big company. So it was absolutely the start of the operation for them in 2005. Yeah. So that's why you refer to it as an experiment, basically, is that we're talking about <laughs> yeah, just a huge yeah. companies never done this on their own before. And then you're yeah, walking yeah. right into that. <laughs> I felt to be a kind, in a kind of experiment. And the first year I got absolutely the impression uh, it was an experiment. We receive uh, uh, a number of projects uh, during the year uh, that was changing con continuously. Uh, production sedan, uh, concept car, uh, another vehicle. You know, kind of. You know, we 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 got the impression that we were there to to prove the possibility for the company mm -hmm. to to go on in, in that direction. Mm -hmm. And we were only five person. In the five team. person team. <laughs> yes. Jesus. <laughs> and you were the only Italian or were the others Chinese or? Uh, no, there, there were, there, there were, uh, no, uh, five person excluding the, the management mm. that okay. was made by, by Chu. Yeah. There was a uh, kind of uh, general management, general manager and vice general manager. Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning, uh, there was, as a design director, we got uh, Luciano D'Ambrosio. Mm -hmm. It was very well known coming from Bertone uh, a few years before. And there were um, mostly Italian, uh, one uh, from Sweden, that is, uh, he left, then he joined back uh, a few years later, then he's still there now. Uh, yeah. In the beginning, it was really an extremely limited team. Yeah, yeah. But the number of projects was astonishing. I, I don't remember the first year, the number of projects. No, I, I remember the first year, uh, I I think I ate pizza for one and a half month at midnight <laughs> in the model shop. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. No, and... no, not coming back for, for days. Really? Yeah, yeah. How, how long did it take you to produce the first, let's say, finished design for, for the first car? Uh, the, the finished one that we, that we publish, because 
you know, as always happens, uh, the majority of the work is not uh, published or doesn't doesn't yeah. arrive to mm -hmm. production. Yeah, yeah. So the first one was a concept car mm -hmm. that we it took about three months to do it. Really? Uh, yeah. That seems incredibly yeah. fast. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I have no reference, for, but it. No, it's zero. It's it's zero. super fast, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it is. It is super fast. Is um, is uh, it is possible to do? Let me say, mm -hmm. but it's possible to do in different conditions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not not exactly in the way we operated that time. Uh, that time was extremely fast. So the the team uh, extremely small. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't get our own uh, facility in terms of model shop. So we mm -hmm. had to relate on, on suppliers and, uh, and we didn't get uh, any support uh, from the company in terms of, uh, for example, engineering. We, we, we had at that time uh, a very efficient, let me say, um, engineer, mm -hmm. studio engineer that was working on, on this uh, concept car that was, uh, uh, in my opinion, really advanced uh, for the moment. It was uh, trying to interpreting the the taste and desire of the Chinese customer at that time. Yeah. We got a lot of success. Uh, it was very small, very small MPV, uh, transformable in, uh, in a camping van. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, but with with a lot of transformation inside, yeah, uh, yeah. That today, you know, you know, you you realize how long time has passed already. Yeah, you know, because yeah. for for example, for for the entertainment inside, we still have a projector. You know, that okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sound sounds strange today that yeah, we can yeah. uh, we can have screens uh, in, uh, in yeah. on every surfaces. Yeah. At that time, we had a projector and 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 the screen uh, coming down from the roof yeah. to project over the, the the videos. But it was super advanced at that time, right? I mean, honestly, it's well, the first was, time I hear this that the car has this, or I mean, even if it's convertible into a. We, we we were we were already we were already considering um, the possibility to have transformations such uh, um, hiding the steering wheel. Okay. So yeah. the the entire dashboard became a, a, a cushions for for the bed. So it was a completely transformable interior. The nice. seats uh, uh, became uh, a flat bed, and uh, the dashboard was soft and the steering wheel was uh, hiding into the dashboard yeah. and we had uh, we had the screen cover with a plastic transparent gel soft okay so the the entire dashboard was completely soft touch so oh. you you could lay down so you could lay everything uh, flat, get relaxed. sleep basically and if you yes, hit your head sleep, it was sleep inside the car and then we had this uh uh Today, looking very old. The projector uh, screen that just kind of came Projector down. coming down from the roof yeah. and uh, projecting on uh, on a surface on uh, inside the the trunk. That's the trunk lid. Great, actually. So this was back in 
the mid like what 2005 2006 somewhere around 2000, there right? yeah 2006 yeah and you you did this because you were kind of looking at the tastes of the chinese market right so that's what you found yes we yes um understanding the taste of the customer was really an adventure mm -hmm. really an adventure yeah. yeah you think it's still like that um it's still like that yes uh i think you know in, um I, I continuously receive uh, requests to explain to explain how to get connected with that kind of uh, mm. mentality uh, or that kind of taste because it's always they are always evolving etc but uh, at that time I remember very well uh, the, the discussion I tried to get with the designers uh coming from china mm -hmm. so they they start sending few people one or two every three months and it, it was incredible because they arrived uh i, I used to say that uh, they they were all they were traveling in time at that moment <laughs> so they <laughs> yeah, yeah. was not only ten thousand kilometers away it, it was also a few decades away from yeah, us yeah. at that time yeah so it, it was really interesting to see their reaction when they arrived uh, in Europe um, and, and discussing with them what what was their life in China uh, at that time, etc. And I was lucky to find uh, uh, very good friends, mm -hmm. very nice people that helped me a lot to to understand their mentality mm -hmm. deeply. Because I, I think it's necessary to, when you are in front of somebody that really think in a different way from you, it's necessary to to go in the in the depth of their uh, of their culture to understand. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. well, well, some, sometimes, sometimes even things that they don't realize <clears throat> clearly themselves. Yeah, yeah. The, what, what was the biggest difference you, you realized or when you're looking back what was the most surprising thing when you compare the cultures or the needs of the clients the customers with respect to a mm. car yeah but let me say that things has <clears throat> has changed a lot mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so well, was not always uh, uh, the same so china has changed dramatically oh, since yeah. then Oh yeah, I mean that industry is exploded so, over there. Yeah, not only the industry, the society has mm -hmm. changed completely. So, for example, they they went through transformation that we got in decades. They went through in few years only, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and the the society has has changed dramatically. Let me say, in the beginning, in the very beginning, they were. Just to tell you about something about society, mm -hmm. uh, in in the very beginning they were expecting people were expecting to marry, not more than, you know, not not far from twenty years old. So mm -hmm. at around twenty 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 one they were already married. Yeah. And they were planning to to stay married for lifelong. The, the divorce didn't exist around roughly in mm -hmm. 2005 
um, and they were immediately thinking to have a to have a child. They were allowed to have only one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at the time, yeah. And it was a big desire, and they were they were receiving a lot of pressure for the families, for everything, including the taste of buying a car. Mm -hmm. So the the selection of cars was also very much influenced by the entire family. Because they're like, it would be a family purchase kind of thing. Like we, we have to exactly, that, yeah. exactly, exactly. Because, you know, so you have uh, to consider the, a lot of people when designing the car. So it has to suit the, the grandmother as well as the yes. Okay, yes. okay, I see. Interesting. Friend, yeah. uh, <clears throat> relatives, mm -hmm. everybody was yeah. uh, giving suggestions. So okay. it was not like uh, a personal taste uh, uh, choice. Although everyone loves a projector, I will say. No, we will go back to that point because <laughs> it, it, you know, the, the value of experience is something that I find very interesting uh, for Chinese people still mm. existing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the, the idea of the experience, the dream of experiencing something that is different from the normal life. Okay. But that is another subject. Um, so the, the family was absolutely traditional type, 2005. Mm -hmm. and it was like that in, I cannot say how many years, but less than 10 years, everyone divorced. Hmm. You know, oh, really? okay. <laughs> was was okay. something absolutely not existent in 2005. Yeah. Today, they are not anymore thinking to to marry that early. Hmm. Many couple divorce. Yeah. Many couple don't want to have a child mm -hmm. because they are thinking about careers. Uh, their choices are um, extremely personal today. They mm -hmm. are not feeling anymore that kind of pressure from the family. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's completely changed society in in few years, in less than 10 years, completely has changed. Yeah. Completely changed. Mm -hmm. How do you adapt a car design now to this new society? Uh, that That is interesting because, for example, this is uh, when uh, uh, design thinking and uh, marketing research uh, found, uh, found a problem. So here, the limitation of the classical way of thinking, uh, find a problem. There is a story when uh, the government decided to remove the one-child policy. policy mm. um, we receive a report, we receive uh, a written document that the, there were studies in China, uh, all the experts that uh, uh, says that because of this, uh, most probably MPV are going to get back in, in the market as a request from the customer because mm -hmm. they were expecting to have an explosion of, of uh, uh, a demographic people, explosion. Yeah. 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 And they were expecting to have large families that start asking for MPV. And so we start. Mm -hmm designing a, a huge amount of uh, MPVs. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Everything was an MPV explosion. 
Uh, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. At all. Yeah. Uh, but nice because I was thinking, oh, this looks to be probably the most intelligent uh, way of thinking. No? So you 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 try to connect informations mm-hmm. and experience of the past. Yeah. So yeah. how was the family in in the early two thousand? The desire of the people in the early two thousand that was blocked by uh, the, the regulation at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the information were referred to the taste of ten years before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not only changing a law that you can change society. Mm-hmm. This is a much bigger thing. Yeah. So the society has changed, but many people. Uh, uh, Chinese people, so people that were living there, they they were born there. They they know everything. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't have the problem to try to interpret the the society, the history, the taste. Uh, they were part of that society. Mm-hmm. They were not able to understand that the society has changed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the yeah. the new couple. Uh, are today much more independent from uh, the the pressure of the the family and uh, and the rest of the society. Yeah. They are they are looking for their own life. They want to live, build their own life. They want to experience. They want to travel. They want to have a success in uh, with their career. Yeah. And they are not anymore uh, tempted, not linked to. To the traditional families, yeah. So mm. that's fascinating to me. It's just—it's crazy how you have this one-child policy, and you think, okay, this is going to cause. Once you lift this, yeah. we're just going to have so many families. Just people like like they were just waiting to have kids. Yeah, yeah. And then it expect. doesn't happen. Yeah. Like the opposite happens <laughs> almost. Yeah. You know? But imagine how many how many hours we we wasted completely yeah yeah yeah, i don't know one year or two years of designing mpv that never arrived to the public yeah that's crazy (laughs) but did it did it make it easier to meet the client's needs this this transition to more of a western desires with young people you know like following their career not having so many kids being more independent more individual is that bringing them closer to what we have in the, let's say, Western Hemisphere regarding needs on, the, on cars? Or is it still a big difference in China? Uh, that's very interesting uh, question. Uh, <laughs> I, I think makes the thing even more complicated. Is it? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Be- because, yeah, because you can, you can, you can get more easily confused because mm-hmm. from from one side, today, the society looks much closer to our society. Mm-hmm. So you you may be tempted to think that is easier to understand. Yeah, like it's still like it's it's the same because yes, it looks similar. Yeah. Exactly. So for for some for some aspect, yes, it is. For some aspect is uh, is closer and there are similarities absolutely but in reality i i still believe there is uh, a, a very big difference in in, in the basic in the foundation mm-hmm. and, and this big difference uh, 
come up sometimes hmm. in in many in many in many way yeah what kind of difference even in the face okay for example if you know if we talk about um nature no mm -hmm. we talk about sustainability yeah uh, the the the, need, the understanding of our relation, our human relationship with nature. I think there is absolutely a strong difference between how we feel and how Eastern people feels. Mm -hmm. um, I had before Chang'an uh, long experience uh, with Southeast. Asia, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, Malaysia, uh, Thailand, uh, Indonesia, yeah. basically. Uh, and of course, there are uh, strong differences, but there are more differences between uh, that area and uh, and Europe, for example. Uh, they are more connected to, you know, there is a kind of a blend of Chinese Indian culture there. Mm. Anyway, uh, the, the basic difference is that historically, and is absolutely rooted in our mind, in our Western mind, mm -hmm. we believe to be in the center of the universe as human. Mm -hmm. Humans rule everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, in China, it's not like that. Mm. Absolutely. They, they believe to be the most delicate part of the nature human yeah, yeah yeah they are they are not they they don't believe to have the power to change the things i see yeah negative or positive they 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 feel to be part of the nature mm -hmm. of a bigger nature mm -hmm. now instead you know our our way is completely different we we think we have the rights we mm -hmm. have the power we we can decide mm -hmm. and everything uh everything is uh, uh has been created for ourselves yeah yeah no the the, the 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 basic of religion that today is uh, a bit more confused than in the past but anyway the uh, the cultural roots of uh western uh, world come from uh from also and mostly from from the religion yeah yeah, yeah i was uh, about to say that that this is actually what the bible tells us you know that, that yes we exactly. rule the world and, and have the power yeah, to yeah. to change everything or adopt it to yes, our needs yeah. Yeah. it is uh, and then if you if you go to see what uh their religion that is not exactly you know in some cases like confucianism is not exactly a religion is a blend is is more like uh oh sorry it's like <laughs> uh, more like um, a philosophy mm -hmm. than a religion um, for them is clear that we are in the world temporary yeah the, the universe is something bigger than humans mm. and we have just to respect it yeah. How does that affect the, I guess, the needs when you're designing things for different markets, 
and I'm curious because of these whole philosophies where we kind of feel like we're, you know, uh, the center of the world here, like, whereas they seem to feel more like a part of it. But when you say, you know, they feel like they don't change it necessarily for better or for worse. Does that mean when you're looking for cars, you're designing cars to be more like, like EVs, for example, are, do you find that they're looking for more sustainable solutions or less sustainable solutions than, you know, like maybe Western countries? They, they, they look in a different way, Hmm. let me say, because in this moment, uh, Western countries, Western people, the market, the users are looking for sustainability mm. because we feel the urge to change. Mm-hmm. We see the negative effect uh, of what humanity has done. And talking about the simple mm-hmm. topic like cars, what cars uh, uh, are accused, mm-hmm. have been accused to, to yeah. have done. Yeah. That, no, we, we don't open this topic because it's very large. It's not only cars, of course, yeah. but, um, and not mostly cars. But anyway, um, we feel uh, we feel the urge. We feel the urge because we um, we we see how how fast uh, uh, the, the changes in the climate are happening, mm-hmm. and we are exposed to to the negative part of this so to survive mm-hmm. yeah. to make the human survive yeah, yeah. we feel the urge to change our behavior and choosing something that is more sustainable yeah. mm-hmm. um, so for example uh, I, I don't know if it is correct to say but uh, you know I don't think they are looking for another planet to save human. Right. To go yeah. there and yeah. saving humans. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I don't think this is thing. there. Yeah. 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 I, you know, this is kind of. Uh, I think this is strong differences. You know, we see ourselves in danger, mm-hmm. so we try to save our planet. Mm-hmm. But if not, we are thinking already to the plan B. Yeah. Let's go yeah. to Mars and let's just set up colonies. Yeah. 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 Then you'd have exactly. really weird car needs up there. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, for them, instead, you know, in this moment, the the needs here is coincident. The request the, uh, of the user are coincident, so mm. they 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 are also looking for something that is more sustainable. Mm. But the approach is different. Mm. For the reason I said before, for them is yes, if we find something that can really uh, allow us to to be more in harmony with nature mm-hmm. is something that we like mm-hmm. it's something that people are willing to spend more for that mm-hmm. huh. this this is kind of important uh, i i remember um, because during my my several trips in china i always try to 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 speak with people around and uh, making kind of my personal uh, research. And I, I remember that I, I, I talked with people several times asking them if they were willing to spend more money for something that is uh, something that cars, for example, that allow them to, 
feel they were more uh, sustainable, more in harmony with nature. Mm -hmm. no, that that is a point. To be in harmony with nature mm -hmm. is uh, is the concept for them. Interesting, mm. interesting. It sounds like we're all kind of aiming towards the same thing. Yeah. We're just getting there different ways. Yes, yeah. yeah, that is. Yeah. You know, there are there are a lot of strong differences. You know, for example, um, we. Uh, except for something like in agriculture, but mainly, uh, this is my observation, not the scientific yeah. mm -hmm. observation, but we mainly refer to sun yeah. for everything. Mm -hmm. And they always refer to moon. No? So uh, yeah. more or less is yeah. the same, yeah, yeah. but you, you see from different perspective. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. a different way of thinking. That's, yeah. I mean, it's interesting, uh, especially when it comes to the vehicles, you know, because regardless of how we get there, it seems like design needs to go towards, or at least the future of cars and car design needs to be sustainable vehicles, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, one thing I found very interesting in, in, the, in the paper you sent um, was that you said that the, for the majority of the clients for Chang'an, it was the first car purchase. Mm. Which which Great. which is Great kind of speak. very surprising. So um, I mean, obviously because they were decades behind. Um, and when I compare this to what we have, uh, let's say in, in, in the Western Hemisphere, the 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 way people look at cars has changed um, dramatically. You know, in the beginning it was kind of a status symbol. Like I, I myself come from a generation where the game was, you know, you finish your studies. And the one who has the biggest car first has won the game. <laughs> so this has changed. The yeah. most of my employees don't have cars anymore at all. So they have different perspective on this. And it's more of an like a, something you need to get from A to B, but they don't identify that strong with it. How, how is it in, in, in China? Did, did they skip this period totally? Mm. Like say, okay, I save for a vehicle for five years, buy it, and I'm proud of it. Or are they still in that stage? Or are they already having this car sharing and I don't need a car thing as it is here already with the younger generation. Mm. No, I, I think they passed through yeah. that, uh, that period, uh, but in, let me say, 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> much faster. <laughs> for, yeah. for us, last <laughs> yeah. I did this. Like run. everything else, like everything else. Yeah. Um, uh, of of course, uh, in the early in my early times, in my experience with Shangan, in the beginning, yes, it was for most of them was the first purchase mm -hmm. because in the beginning, in around two thousand five six, uh, or maybe even yeah, more or less two thousand, more or less that time, there were only one car every 10 people in china mm -hmm. so in europe we had already uh, two point something maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't know one point yeah. something or anyway more than one yeah. per per person um and as i said before in the, in the very beginning they were receiving a lot of pressure to to decide which car yeah. having a car was of course uh, symbol of uh, uh, 
accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, arriving to a certain point in society, you you get married mm. with the right person, mm. and you, you get a car, uh, then you get a house, etc. So yeah, the, yeah. the the normal thing. It, it was necessary to have a car. For example, there was a designer, a, a young designer in Chang'an, that. Uh, he got married very, very early. Uh, he invited me to see his new apartment. Mm -hmm. uh, I met uh, his wife, uh, the, 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 the child, and he showed me his car mm -hmm. that was sitting on the road under a centimeter of, of dust because hmm. he didn't get the driving license. Oh, for years. No, oh, really? For years, yes. He really? was he was afraid to drive, but his family yeah. gave him a lot of pressure to buy a car. Hmm. Oh, really? And he bought a car to get parked <laughs> in front of the house. <laughs> yeah, like a trophy. Because that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was necessary for him to demonstrate that he yeah. arrived to that point yeah. in society and he parked the car there for I don't know. He, few years without driving it. interesting what a story okay. and now also from that point of view is completely different of course like in our society uh, there are certain situations certain uh, part of the society that still consider cars as a status symbol mm -hmm. uh, not as much as before the, the phenomenon is not uh, is still uh, similar, mm -hmm. let me say. Uh, so in China as well, but the new generation are like uh, like here. Uh, so they are, they are not willing to buy a car anymore. Mm -hmm. It yeah. is not is not an objective uh, for them for their life. So, for example, uh, the, the phenomenon of, of Didi was really huge. You know about this uh, kind of uh, Chinese Uber. Oh, yeah. Very beautiful. That was crazy. I, I, I met several people that left their job to become a Didi driver. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, and people start selling their own cars. My, some of my colleagues in Chang'an mm -hmm. yeah. sold their cars because there, there was no point to owning a car yeah. in yeah. the city. That's amazing. Could yeah. you go from this car sitting there with dust on it? <laughs> yeah. to, yes. You know, a decade <laughs> later, people are selling their cars, yeah. you know, just yeah. because I don't need it anymore. Does that only apply to people living in the cities like it is here? I mean, I always hear this, that the younger generation isn't that much interested in owning a car, mm. but this is only possible when you live in the city and you can't reach everything by public transport. When you move in a rural area because you, you want to have your kids play in the garden, mm -hmm. you know, I live, I live in a small village and everybody has a car because you cannot afford not to have one. You know, yeah. you can't drive to work by a bike. And, and I mean, if you would, you would spend four hours commuting. So, you know, even you have though- have great legs though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that part, <laughs> but but still the the yeah the attitude changes in a way. I mean, you might not. It's maybe not that much of a status thing anymore, but but still people 
need need cars after all and they they all own one um what what do you think where this is going are we all going to end up with uh, let's say autonomous uber cars yeah. or or <laughs> i'm really curious <laughs> because then we're going to lose the magic you know if you don't drive it anymore yourself it's nothing magical i mean like an airplane or a or a train you know if i would drive the train it would be magic but yeah, i that don't would be, that would... so i just hop on so, <laughs> i don't really want to see you drive and... the train that would be well, scary it would be magic for everybody it would be but... <laughs> magic like a haunted house yeah, like yeah. It, you'd be scared the whole time <laughs> but yeah, you're right it's crazy yeah. because the, the 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 vehicle experience changes it's, it's yeah. like you say with an airplane you just kind of get on and then go somewhere and then just get off after you go through security and all that other stuff yeah, hopefully yeah. but now the cars seem to be going to this this direction where eventually autonomous vehicles yeah. you're just going to get on go to your destination get off yeah, so yeah. the requirements for those vehicles are going to be different right like how, how do you see that going uh that's very painful mm. it is right for me yeah. because uh, <laughs> I, I am absolutely car nuts yeah. <laughs> i i i you know i i really I really dedicate all my life in uh, uh, desiring, desiring cars, desiring driving cars, desiring designing cars, and I was absolutely uh, grown uh, with, with this uh, with this idea of the uh, cars, sport, etc. So mm -hmm. I I have few uh, historical cars. I race with them. So I, I like this, the the sound uh, yeah. to the point. I have one. Uh, I, I I race with a Formula Three of the sixties that is uh, one thousand cc. At that time, that cars that category was called screamers. <laughs> Those revs uh, revs up to ten thousand RPM. You know, so Jesus. the sound okay. is really intense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's not very well accepted today. No, <laughs> some, in some circuit, I have to, I have to, to, to raise a silence that, that is really painful yeah. for, yeah. for the emotion. Uh, yeah, we are going that direction, uh, but I think um, not hundred no, percent. We are considering when we speak about that kind of emotion. You know the magic of mm. cars, um, the passion of cars. Um, we have to consider that anyway, it has born like a niche. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. was not for everyone. There were a lot of people that were not interested in this. Mm -hmm. And those people are today the majority of car users. Mm -hmm. uh, True. If, if you consider the, the quantity of people that really don't care about the magic of cars yeah. today i think they are the majority yeah. of the users yeah. of cars yeah. mm -hmm. this is good from one side that uh, means that the product itself has arrived to 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 become a completely mass product mm -hmm. and of course for them the magic is is not uh, is not the same as we that uh, are passionate about cars is it, not the same kind of feeling sometimes i i i surprise 
I, I really get surprised when I when I read about uh, the requirement of customer for the driving pleasure, the driving emotion. Mm -hmm. And I realized that is not the same that I have. Mm -hmm. It's completely different. So I when I when I speak about driving emotion, for me is uh, not always arriving to the limit, but almost. Mm -hmm. You know, feeling yeah. the car sliding, uh, the control of the car. Mm -hmm. Now, in reality, the the pleasure of driving uh, today is mostly on comfort. Yeah. You're having a soft riding and uh, be isolated from the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about no. the screamers, like now cars are no, pretty much that's... silent. <laughs> okay. True, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you, you don't have to, you don't have to feel uh, something that today is for most is considered disturbing, that kind of sound, but they sometimes they all, they also like to have uh, um, a sound that, that um, that give the sensation of power, mm -hmm. but in a different way from those who are uh, really purist, uh, yeah. passionate about cars. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it, it different? For me, having a fake sound that reproduce a V8 mm -hmm. far away. Yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, for me is absolutely not good. Yeah. No, I'm not that kind of customer. Yeah, yeah. But I realized that the majority of the customer um, don't know and are not interested in uh, in that kind of performances, in that kind of sound, mm. and to connect the, the driving sensation with the reality of the road yeah, yeah. today the, the level of development technically the technical level of development of the, the new cars are incredible mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm amazed to drive uh, modern cars and I'm amazed to feel when you when you drive a car today on the steering wheel you are completely not connected to yeah. the to the road no yeah. It's crazy because it's, cars now are like that. It's, it's less of yes. a mechanical thing yeah. and it's more of a piece of technology rather than that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you are, you are most, most likely in a video game than in reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. And this is amazing. The level of uh, development, the engineering has, uh, has done with, with the product. And I realized that most of the user like it. They are looking for this. We mm. arrived to this point, not for the exercise of the crazy engineer that want to to develop the car this way. Mm -hmm. We arrived there because following the the expectation of the customer. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it is correct. It is correct because the, the the goal of the company is to satisfy satisfy their their customer yeah. is very different from my personal uh, mm. pleasure on driving 
I, I always like to count the little stone on the road for the vibration on the steering yeah, wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But today is not possible. Yeah. Simply, absolutely not possible. Yeah. No. And, but, but people are looking for that. So, uh, but there is the niche, like myself, mm. still exists. Yeah. There, there is a, a niche. We are we we became uh, a kind of protected space. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah true. Yeah. <laughs> and and I believe the product for for that kind of taste will continue to exist. Mm -hmm. mm. We continue to develop, and maybe let me say in future we will we will go in in a future in which there will be specialized manufacturer or specialized product. Mm. that are going to satisfy ourselves even more than in the past. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I think there yeah. will be a kind of return yeah, to that yeah. that's, desire. That's what I also believe. Do, do you think, as you're talking about specialized... But not, but not, but not many products, let me say. You know, the yeah. majority mm. will be the product for the majority of the consumer. Yeah. So there will be uh, this kind of computer on wheels. Yeah. Uh, to to satisfy the, the the request of the majority of the users yeah but, but i mean that sounds like we're going to end up with let's say um you know if when you think of a vehicle is driving autonomous and uh you don't even have to own it so identification drops so you don't care about the design anymore that much. So because you get a day, you, you get a car today that looks like this and another one like this, and you maybe go by availability or price or something on your, let's say, autonomous Uber you order. Do you think that we are going to end up with, let's say, five major manufacturers that produce all the costs for the world, for the majority of the people, and some specific manufacturers that, that serve needs for, for people like, like us that still enjoy driving a technical machine because there's no reason for, you know, currently I'm, I'm a hardcore yeah. Mercedes fan because I grew up in Stuttgart. So, mm -hmm. but when all this is not relevant anymore, since it's not a status symbol, since you don't identify with a the car, there is no need for it for distinctive uh, brands anymore. You know, it's a, uh, I, I don't care what a train looks like or who made it. I just hop on. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a sad future of, but, but do you think this is where we're going to end up? Um, Yeah, I don't see, uh, I, I don't see that sad. Let me say, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I believe is we are going more or less in that direction in terms of uh, uh, needs, request, expectation. Mm. Um, nice, the example of the train. I, I used to 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 make this example when you when you choose your own house. Mm -hmm you apply a certain taste. Yeah. When you choose the hotel for the weekend, mm -hmm. you have a completely different taste. Yeah. But anyway, you choose. True. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. you choose something that most probably you are not going to choose for your house. I don't think in the majority of the cases, people get inspired by hotels to build up their own house. Yeah, you know, true. it's two different way of thinking. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, is a choice, is a taste, is a choice of taste. Um, so I, the design, in my opinion, will uh, will play, uh, will continue to play a, a crucial role 
in, in the product. Mm -hmm. uh, the product will will change a lot. Not necessarily became more anonymous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, especially if will not be linked to the property anymore. Mm -hmm. Because when you buy something and you you invest a lot of money at once, mm -hmm. you expect the product to last proportionally on your investment. Yeah, yeah. And you dedicate more attention to make sure that the car will be uh, will will conserve a certain value after the time you are owning. So you are not choosing something that personal because you have to sell it back after a few years. Mm -hmm. So you have to choose something that will please also some other people mm -hmm. later. Mm -hmm. In case instead you are not uh, spending that amount of money in the beginning, but you can you can choose something that you really like for one month, one year. Mm -hmm. So you can you can go more wild in your taste. Mm -hmm. You can try to be different yeah. for you know you can have one one year of wildness and appearing <laughs> yeah. with a car that you would never choose for yourself. Yeah. Yes. Nice, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good thought. If I would have to choose a a lifetime airplane, I would go for a trade-off between comfort and price and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if I can decide on each single trip what makes more sense, I I go into the needs of that specific yeah. occasion. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's yeah. It makes up for uh, for a better future when I think of it that way. Another <laughs> thing <laughs> uh, that. Is my is my dream. I hope we are going that direction because with with electric cars, from a technical point of view, uh, they are they are much more simple in terms of quantity of mm. uh, not of technology but uh, complexity of technology mm. of the elements, the number of elements. So, and I don't know if. We will have time to to see this happening, but I hope will happen because this will be a total reborn of design uh, of car design. I imagine that uh, car manufacturer as big industry will arrive to produce this substructure of cars, mm -hmm. uh, similar for for many different for many different brands, and then. We are we are seeing uh, a ri the rise of uh, additive manufacturing, for example. So uh, we see that there is a possible future in which the user will be the producer as well. Mm -hmm. So the user can easy easily access to uh, to design for themselves. Mm. Know, to uh, to be more involved at least in the design process, mm -hmm. and maybe the the car designer will be more connected uh, with a single user and be able to create uh, a more personalized vehicles yeah. based on a substructure mm -hmm. more simple. Yeah. You now, if the car will be autonomous, we will need probably much less uh, uh, passive uh, security devices mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, because the, the accident 
will be reduced to a point in which we will not need that amount of uh, safety, passive safety yeah. in cars. Yeah. So there will be only, just only the to protect us from the few self-driving, few self-driving <laughs> screamers like, yeah. on the road. If we can hear you be, coming if they, now. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> if there will be allowed to to drive on, yeah. uh, no, it's true. On all the road, maybe yeah. there will be, you know. We we are getting like the pandas, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are becoming. A, <laughs> Endangered we will have species, our yeah. our our uh, protected zoo for um, driving self, our self drivers, our, yeah. our self driving cars. Somewhere. Yeah, I find it Secretly. interesting. Yeah, like you talk about, you know, the future of people possibly being more involved in designing cars and things. What do you think? And I think you 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 recently gave a talk about this. Was like the role of like. AI and artificial intelligence uh, okay. in the future of car design. Like, what are your opinions on that? Uh, that that is very interesting because in, in my last years uh, with Chang'an, I I was uh, uh, I was willing to uh, to give uh, a new motivation to the investment of uh, Chang'an in Europe. Mm -hmm. you know, because of course, during the years, as I said in the beginning. In the beginning, they didn't have a proper design studio in China. They had it as a structure, but was not uh, really working. So our mm -hmm. design studio in Europe was the the main design studio for several years. Mm -hmm. Of course, this needs to to change during the years. So nowadays, they have fantastic studio in China, beautiful location, be very well equipped, uh, full of people full of creative people mm. and I was I was thinking uh, as a natural how how was the possibility of changes in in the design studio in Europe because anyway it requires to change at a certain point so I was thinking to um, uh, to find new cooperation and looking more into the future possibilities, you know, future study, um, getting more uh, involved in, in the innovation. And I start working mm -hmm. in that direction mm -hmm. accordingly with the, with the top management, of course. Um, and at a certain point, I, I, I felt linked to that kind of world more than uh, keep developing uh, production car for the normal everyday users mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that were becoming a little bit i don't say annoying because it is a nice job anyway um, but i was already i went already through a big transformation in in the market so i, I saw already a big transformation and uh, what was happening, what is happening is uh, just an evolution in this moment. We are in, uh, in, 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 in a standby moment, in my opinion, mm -hmm. also in terms of uh, uh, technical requirements, you know, EV, mm -hmm. battery cars. Only a few years ago, many people in the industry uh, were thinking more about hydrogen than, than battery. Mm -hmm. Now we see battery it's probably, but in, if we think in reality, I don't think we have uh, we have a, 
a complete determination of what will be the product. So mm -hmm. we are in kind of standby with a lot of technological possibilities that are changing every day. Yeah. So for this, um, for this new uh, new job of myself, my my new role in scouting technologies, uh, looking into the future, cooperating with universities, the research centers. I start feeling that I I I like that kind of looking into the future, mm -hmm. and I I got close to this uh, AI startup, and the first time they show me what they were working on, I said, okay, this is going to mm -hmm. to kill every design studio in the world. So okay. we are <laughs> dead. <laughs> our job will, will not longer exist yeah. and I decided to to look farther into it to understand how was really this artificial intelligence there is a lot of mystery around it yeah. um, so uh, I, I also start studying a little bit uh, how it works etc mm -hmm. and and I discovered that uh, no, we still have no the humanity, the human designer. We still have the control, mm -hmm. fortunately, okay. <laughs> <laughs> for many reasons. Um, so the artificial intelligence is only a very powerful tool mm -hmm. to enlarge our possibilities. Mm -hmm. So our brain can absorb an enormous amount of information, but we cannot manage uh, consciously all of that. Yeah, yeah. Now we, some, uh, talking about designers, uh, how the mind of designers works, um, we are like everyone, every other, other person, no, not differently. We have a brain that absorb continuously all life long in a certain amount of information. And then we uh, give back this information through our design job, mm -hmm. our proposals. But most of the time, we cannot identify which kind of influence uh, created that output. Yeah. Because it is, is, uh, it's just uh, our experiences mm -hmm. that are elaborated by our brain in absolutely unconscious way mm -hmm. and then when it's necessary to produce something we uh, we uh, create these uh, design proposals with this amount of information but we cannot uh, coordinate we cannot explain most of them and this is you mm -hmm. know when when uh, many people ask uh, to designers where do you get your inspiration? And that is uh, one of the, <laughs> the, the, the biggest hit in, in the questions that I, I receive normally. Yeah. Where did you get your inspiration? I don't know, from life, from yeah, yeah. culture, inspiration, everything, everything I've been uh, up to now, what I was reading, all the images that I, that I saw, etc. Artificial intelligence helps can help designer to organize better these mm -hmm. informations and suggest uh, suggest uh, some specific choice 
that designer should uh, take or not. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. is, is dangerous, let me say. It, it is dangerous because, in, in my opinion, uh, the most dangerous part of artificial intelligence is the amount of expectation human are giving to it. Mm. So if we believe uh, that artificial intelligence will solve all our problems, mm and we give uh, this amount of trust to intelligence, then we can get in danger easily. Instead, uh, if, we, uh, if we believe what is artificial intelligence, what, how it works, and use it to our advantage to enlarge our possibilities, mm -hmm. this will be a great advantage, mm -hmm. something that we couldn't uh, get up to now. Mm -hmm. and, and this is, uh, this is precisely the, the, the intention you know, of this startup that I'm working with now to help designers to, to create a product, a software product to, to stay beside the designers working together yeah. so having a kind of assistant that tells you uh, why you are doing that yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. from where it comes if if that design solution is really connected to the intention that you declare that you are looking for yeah. or is connected to something else that you believe is correct and maybe not mm -hmm. Uh, in this in Cartes, of course this is uh, is a proposition that will work for the design process in general it can be applied to any industry absolutely because the, the design process is uh, universal uh, but for example if we talk about car design today there are some examples that are very uh, interesting in my opinion you, you can pick uh, cars that are not uh, that are not showing any element of sportivity yeah. any connection to to the world of races and, uh, and and sports but because the majority of designers have that kind of car culture mm -hmm. so they they are designing new cars, even if when they are designing a car that doesn't need to be connected to that kind of world, you can identify some details mm -hmm. in completely hidden spaces that if you isolate it, you recognize that is, uh, for example, reminding a, a side exhaust of racing cars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that designers are really thinking about that or he he uh, applied that shape uh, only because it's part of his culture yeah yeah and yeah. come out without thinking about it like that's what artificial intelligence yeah. helps yeah yes mm -hmm. do, do you think it would also help to consider all the needs from the different stakeholder in a design process because you cannot only go by your own you know perception of what a good car looks like you have the 
competitor, you have your boss, you have, you know, uh, yeah. several things to consider and then create something that suits all needs. Is that, will, will the artificial intelligence help serving this, this problem? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is particularly one of the scope of the of the job that I'm working on mm -hmm. uh, with this uh, um, startup company. Um, I real I personally realized in my experience that has been difficult. You know, the the major the, ma the major difficulties I I've been through was communication. Mm -hmm. uh, designer. Uh, has a particular language that is made by drawings. Yeah. You know, it's a visual language. Uh, I realize in in my careers that not always is easy to explain through that language. Yeah. That language is universal. Everybody can understand it. You don't have to learn about it. So I can I can work from uh, United States to Japan from North Pole to South Pole, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't have to change a language, you know, just sketching, uh, presenting ideas uh, is the same. Mm -hmm. But uh, I realized that designers can understand and not always people can understand the same, other people can understand the same thing. Mm -hmm. This is especially valid in arts, Mm -hmm. I I used to go to art exhibitions, and it's interesting if I if I if I if I stay in front of a painting and listen the comments of other people around. Uh, they see something different that I don't see. Yeah. It's completely different, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> but it's an image. It's a painting. Mm -hmm. Why they see in that way? Uh, I remember something that I, I brought uh, my mother-in-law to visit uh, the Dali Museum several years ago. It was really painful because she she hated me for that. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't understand anything there okay. uh, in the museum. Yeah. She she is very traditional, and I asked her why why you don't like it, and she said because I cannot recognize anything. Hmm. Okay. That can I, I cannot recognize what is it. Yeah. So she like only the painting in which she can identify a person yeah. or, uh, yeah. or an object, etc. Yeah. This is I think is very human. Uh, coming back to the design, when you when you talk with engineer, top managers, marketing people, and, and you talk with them through the images your images they look the images but the marketing people think about how many people will like uh, that color mm -hmm. or that shape mm -hmm. uh, which is the amount of people the percentage in the customer that are accepting this or that or willing to have something that is more like another brand or whatever top manager uh, think about how big the investment to produce it and mm -hmm. how fast he got uh, pay back the investment, uh, the engineer, uh, the complexity, you know, they, they are talking different language mm -hmm. and we are everyone in front of a drawing and the top manager cannot say, you know, imag I imagine to be the, the, the president of a company and I have to choose what that proposal 
from a drawing and I don't know mm. if people will really buy it. Mm. I don't know how it will be in reality. This is why we are forced sometimes to arrive to a certain level of uh, complexity in the creation of the prototypes mm -hmm. is not for the designers. Designer, let me say, if we have uh, a clay model, yeah. full-size clay model is over, over our needs. Yeah. You know, okay, we, we can evaluate the proportion real, etc. Sometimes you, 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 you can put the, the film on it and, and dividing, no, for us is enough dividing the, the greenhouse that is dark to the, to the body color mm -hmm. to understand the, the proportions, uh, et cetera. But yeah. for, for us, it's, it's enough. We can imagine how it will be in reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to communicate to the others, we have to produce vehicles that looks real, mm -hmm. spending a lot of money and a lot of time. Uh, artificial intelligence, in my opinion, can help to create a bridge, a kind of automatic translator, real-time translator. So if you design something and you have this proposal, and beside this proposal, you have uh, um, already a, a simulation of a marketing research based on marketing data, mm -hmm. that solution fits that amount of people, mm -hmm. that, that percentage. And this will help uh, marketing people to understand why we have done in that we have done that solution mm -hmm. in that direction. Yeah. That's fulfilling that kind of a request. It helps everyone see and, the same picture, basically. Yeah, the, you see the picture, but beside you have the translation for marketing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is helping also top manager and take it in the, the, the decision yeah. or uh, having having uh, also. Uh, some information about uh, uh, we are this part can be produced with using that material that is uh, uh, considered sustainable up to that kind of percentage and uh, the cost is lower or higher on the other material that can give us possibility to produce a different shape mm -hmm. you know all all of this information is impossible for a team, not not only one person, a team of designers mm -hmm. cannot really include all this information and present this information to a group of people mm -hmm. that has to decide to produce it or not. If you have artificial intelligence beside that helping you through the process, yeah. then you can arrive to a point in which everyone can understand the same language yeah. and in front of the image, you can see, okay, this is the image, but this, this image is like this because of all this data. Yeah, that's fascinating. I think it's, it, I think it's, it's a great evolution for our job. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Very much. And I always think of artificial intelligence the same way. Like it, it's, it, the, the human's always involved. I feel like it's just, it, it, people always, the fear is that this is going to take over. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your job. We're just going to rely on machines to do everything. But I see it because I do creative work and it's just a tool to get you there. And I like your approach there. Like it gets everybody on the same page. It helps them all see what the others are seeing. So you can kind of create something as a team. Yeah. Hopefully I summarized that yeah. correctly. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, uh, 
uh, I, I believe like that. And of course, I, I was, uh, I was, as I said, I was scared in the beginning mm -hmm. um, because I didn't know. Mm, yeah. You know, the, the more, the more you you know how it works, you realize, of course, there are like any human inventions in mm -hmm. the past. There are a kind of dark side uh, <laughs> that you have to work to avoid it. Yeah. There are dangers. Yeah. You know, yeah. in, in the medieval times, they uh, they ban. Um, I don't know how to call it. No, it's, it's not arch. It's, uh, I don't know how to call it, but they, they ban uh, this weapon. A, uh, a bow and like arrow. An arrow? Bowling, yes, yeah, exactly. They ban it because it was a mass uh, destruction uh, weapon. Oh, yeah. So they were convinced that using that weapon, humanity will end. No, now we have <laughs> atomic bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it escalated quickly yeah. from there. Yeah, I would. So also artificial intelligence. Of course, there are negative mm -hmm. uh, side. There are possibility to use it. In, in a negative way, um, it may it may uh, influence the negatively the uh, the work. Mm -hmm. Some some work will change. Some work will uh, end, like always mm -hmm. happen in the history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but the creat creativity is something that is human only. Yeah. Absolutely. And change is always inevitable. I think that we could probably talk about this for another two hours, but I think we're out of time today. But we would love to have you come back on the show and talk more about this for sure. This has been fantastic. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, sharing your thoughts and opinions and, and being on the show with us. Yes. Um, yeah. Stefano Carminati, VP of Strategy, Deep Design Systems. Uh, thank you again for being on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.